Pickaxe. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the cleric wizard. I am Chris Trot. I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons Toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. Welcome back to Erois. Last time, our heroes travelled to Azagrat the pleasure planet of the multiverse and ruled by the perverse and sadistic Gratz. Hoping to defeat the demon prince in a game called the Dance of the Sixth Finger, our party uh, challenged Gratz in the Argent Palace. He welcomed the challenge and presented to them the Taroka game, a card game using fortune-telling cards from Strange World. And Quill, Lucius, and Captain Thalia all staked 200 years of servitude against Gratz who offered a ring of three wishes if they won. Each side took turns revealing a card from the board, scoring points based on its position, with Quill having picked his team's final card using the Eye of the Storm and pushing them into the lead. Only one card would secure the win for Graz. Sure enough, Graz revealed the reversed broken one, an instantaneous loss for the challenging team. And in frustration, Quill summoned the Eye of the Storm once more, and revealed that Gratz had the cards enchanted with a special mark he could see with true sight, though even Gratz himself had not known the card's final position, giving him a 50-50% chance to win or lose. Ayla and the others attempted to call Gratz out as Lucius and Quill and Thalia were being taken away by demons. However, a mysterious angel contacted them and warned them against fighting the demon prince, instead encouraging them to retreat and help their friends escape. Instead, the party split. Both sides fought desperate battles as Lucius, Quill, and Thalia attempted to escape their demonic guards, while Sailor, Sentry, Ayla, and Nova rushed to the rescue. <laughs> Reunited, Nova created an arcane gate to get the party out onto the main streets of Azagrat. But in a fury, Gratz has turned the attention of the city onto them. Can they escape the Demon Prince's grasp? 
Can they rescue the imprisoned wild elf that might hold the key to Ayla's past? We will find out. Tom, you may now laugh at me mispronouncing a name. Sailor. It sounded like a century and Ayla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I know you do, Tom. I love I love it when I mess up names and all I hear is no, a... I, <laughs> like, that's a bit long. I'm like, trying to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it straight Sailors your itself. podcast intro. And it's just like... Uh, <laughs> uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I can hear it as soon as I do it and I notice I've said it wrong and I hear you I'm like I've just got to keep keep going I've just got to keep I going I tried to suppress it I tried to suppress it I know it. you did I know <laughs> you did I appreciated it I appreciate it I heard Shrock going in the background as well but I know you tried it was Tom it was Tom that set me off yeah yeah I'm laughing Mayla, that- Mayla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, anyway, the, the, the dyslexia comes out and it just merges words together. That's how we get to the, the markisms. Sailor. Right. Uh, right. With that, the scene. We don't, need is... more, we don't need more ship names. Like, chat can manage that on their own. We don't need you to fuel them, Mark. No. Uh, well, I, I mean, I do fuel them just simply by not saying words correctly <laughs> and just being like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just having cotton mouth. Um, right, so the setup is as follows. I believe that the last time we played, the party had split. Uh, we had Nova and Ayla heading towards the Theatre of Steel to rescue uh, Rethra, uh, the wild elf that you had met before, whilst the rest of the party were going to make their way to the ship. But we did also end on a bit of a kind of Grant's plastering, plastering your faces across the city of Zelatar and and uh, and the the area that you are currently in, uh, you are welcome to kind of double back and kind of have a oh on second thoughts maybe we shouldn't split up but if you want to continue as you are you may continue as you are. What does that mean, Mark? Um, that doesn't mean anything. That means exactly what I just said. That if you want to double back up, you know, because like when we end the episodes, obviously I end them for very dramatic effect. I have no problems with you guys saying, actually, we want to recircle back up now that this ominous threat has been posted amongst the city. Uh, if not, we'll just continue on as normal. I... The split was basically Ayla just running forward with whatever incredible speed she has to get the well, Nova, no, we got there, right? Yeah, no, Nova, that she was, Nova was, said she was going to go with our, them. But then our, um, our faces got posted all over the city. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah. yeah. That'll stop the like, person in their tracks, probably. I feel like that well, happened, though. So it's it, happened. Did, it did happen. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't double back. Like, you know, once you're not on yeah. a railroad, you know, you can still turn around. The main thing here is that yeah. currently you are on a big, busy street that leads from the Argent Palace to the Astral Port. There are a lot of people. Um, the commotion that this, this announcement of Graz is has caused a stir you guys all stand out they are currently split into two groups one you know there are streets between you you can try and meet up or you can just carry on as you were what do you guys want to do 
you probably have mm. a few seconds to decide because people are going to start noticing you and pointing you out and you don't know what's going to happen when that does. Right now, everybody's attention is is driven to this message that's just been delivered through the city. Everybody's looking at these polished walls. Every surface of every building is polished to like a mirror-like sheen. And on these mirrors, you're seeing illusions of yourselves popping up um, as Grutz's voice echoes. Bring me them. Bring me them and I shall see you rewarded. Yes, Chris Trump. When we were taken to the arena to play the card game, we were stripped mm-hmm. of all our stuff, right? Did no, I that was taken from you. There? That was taken from you when you were taken when you off. were when you lost yeah. the game. Yeah, and you you Got and Tom it. said that you grabbed your stuff back. I think. Otherwise, yeah, you want to double check. Being yeah, able to cast spells the... and stuff. Lobster. I think Lucius would instinctively messenger ring saying. Oh, oh no! Everyone, gather up and get to the ship immediately. There's no time. Um, Nova, I think would um, I'd be running by or uh, with Ayla. Um, I'd probably just say, I, uh, I can cast invisibility. I've only got two charges left. It's your call, Ayla. I'm with you if you need me. I can't put anyone's lives at risk for this. It's, I've lived my whole life not knowing anything about this planet. How am I going to convince some random person to come with me anyway? It's, uh, we should run. We should Smash run. Smash and grab. There's... Smash and grab. We could. It's, it's in a building full of fighters. See, the theatre is... You know, several, a couple of streets away. Um, I can make us invisible twice, Ayla. That's what I've got. Streets are packed with all sorts of crowds. Uh, you can see citizens kind of shuffling around. People are starting to kind of look around, uh, whispering to themselves. Do it, make us the invisible. Group. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll immediately right, so reach out and I'll make us both invisible, yeah. Okay, right, so the two of you vanish from sight. Um, Nobody around the two of you seems to notice you were there. Um, Either they can't see invisible creatures or they're not paying enough attention, but you manage to kind of blend in as you begin making your way through the streets. What are the rest of the group doing? So we have Lucius, Quill, Sentry, and Thalia all together. Uh, What do the four of you guys do? Uh, You have this busy main street full of shops and crowds, street performers... Um, all sorts of demons and uh, fey creatures, a couple of giants, humanoids, orcs. Like, it's just a mishmash of, of all different types of citizens. And they are beginning to now look around and start to uh, wonder what's going on. It won't be so it, group... seconds before you're recognized. Yeah, and this group is me, Lucius, Sentry, and Thalia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I can make... Sentry invisible. Sentry's huge. She's very spottable. <laughs> okay, you do that. Uh, yeah, I, I can use that with the Dusk Willow ring. Um, okay. And we've, we've all got glamour weave now as well, right? Yeah, yeah. glamour weave isn't like disguise self clothing. though. It, it won't. No. It's clothing. Yeah, so you can make your clothing know, look different, which is that's the a thing. Start. I almost want to change it. So how how quickly can it change? Because I almost want to. 
not camouflage it, but like as I'm running past a gold thing, it goes gold. If I'm running past a red thing, it's red. You'd basically be concentrating on a spell if you did that. You'd be constantly in your mind, like, looking at your own environment and changing it to match that. It's basically an action to change it. Each yeah. Time, so. I know it's not a huge amount, but it's at least, well, better Something. than arrows that Lucius has right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. It's me, everybody. arrows pointing to you. I'm the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all my friends. Um, yeah, I'll be changing my glamour weave to like a drab um, color, like a gray or something like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. panicking, mostly panicking, looking to Quill, Sentry for guidance. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, we should try and bide them some time, at least. Um, I'll cast a, you... a bless at level two. Oh, on this group that you currently have here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do you make sensory invisible quill or? Yeah, I mean she's huge compared to all of us. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah. They've taken. Can you? Sentry's gone. Where is she? Invisible. She's invisible. I'm still here. I'm still here, Lucius. I'm here. Oh, good. Oh, good. (laughs) Can you cast it at a high enough level to have more targets, Tom? I don't think Uh, with the the ring he can't, no. Oh, is it the ring? Yeah, I can't cast it it at a base level. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, Sentry disappears, but Quill, Lucius, and Thalia... And Thalia is a Medusa. Uh, People glance around um and they kind of have been avoiding her gaze anyway because obviously she looks like a medusa and people are like "Mm, not gonna look at her um but there's still people are now like hey you can hear whispers of like is is that them they are the ones that lord grass is looking for and they're kind of like pointing in your direction um the glamour weave is is really only going to change your clothing it might buy you some time if you start running um, but people are starting to point out that's not there, like they the right clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's um, still a birdman, a, a, a pale elf with long blonde hair, and a Medusa. Uh, you guys still somewhat stand out. Um, yes. So, what's the plan? Like, where do you run to? Okay, I'm going to follow uh, the direction of one of the other, like Quill. But if too many people get too close to us, I'm going to reactively cast hypnotic pattern. Okay. On them to try and stun them for a second. Okay. Cool. Cool. It doesn't cause uh, any I damage. I was thinking of doing a similar thing. Um, if, uh, like I said, if we run, um, can I cast blinding smite? But like, use my sword to like smash on the ground and cause like a blinding light to reflect mm. off all the mirrored surfaces. Does the blinding effect hit the creature that you hit, or is it like an area burst of blindness? Um, it's a oh, it's a it's a radiant damage. So yeah, and it's a so probably save just, as well. So yeah, it would be target. So it'd be against whatever creature you normally hit. So I'd say you you can definitely do it. It won't be that bright to hit a big area. It will only affect quite a small area because it normally only blind the creature that you strike directly. But with the mirrored surfaces around here, it would radiate out enough that maybe a few creatures will be caught in it and things like that. Um, yeah, you could definitely do something like that to, to buy yourself some time. So it sounds like Quill's making the decision of where to go to. I mean, Thalia is also like, the, it's this way, it's just one long street, we can just run for it, and he's pointing in that direction. There are lots of side streets, but this is what Sentry, when you were coming down into Azagrat, you saw that the side streets here are these labyrinthian mazes of narrow little side streets and corridors 
um, without knowledge of the city, it might become quite easy to get lost in them. Yeah. I mean, I think if people are taking this long to react, like, to us from seeing the picture and then looking at us... No, this, this isn't taking a long time. This is, this is like, six seconds. Like, you guys have had, like, oh, no, six I mean, seconds to do stuff. What I mean is, if well, the moment we get into a new crowd of people, each 30 feet we move down this crowded thing, people are going to be like, hang on a minute, that's the guy. By that point, we're 30 feet away. That's the guy, then we're 30 feet away. <laughs> sure, if you, um, want, if you want to think that, sure. <laughs> I mean, we'll, tr- we'll try the, the, try the main road for now. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. So Quill and Thalia start leading the way down the main street. Um, and yeah, it does not take long. Whilst this group is kind of recognizing you, as soon as people start calling out, you start hearing like, it's them. They're the ones Lord Gratz is after. That begins echoing down the streets. People begin shouting down. People further ahead of you start hearing and turning in your direction, seeing you running. And a crowd begins to form. Most people are content to just point and shout and, and think about what they're doing. But there are several groups that do rush to try and slow you down. Sentry uh, and Lucius both mark off those spells that you are casting. I'm not going to do saving throws. But in doing mm-hmm. so, you buy yourself enough time that these crowds that come rushing towards you, you manage to kind of distract them temporarily enough that they don't swarm you, that they don't try and tackle you to the ground. Um, they basically just deflect away these larger c- common folk. You know, these people are never going to pose a threat to you in a fight, but they are innocent people who are trying to, like, you know, tackle you or grab you or they're calling out to other people to get it. And this constant echo is is now thrumming up through the main street as you charge forward people are running out of the way screaming to get out of the way moving stock or like these cart you know like food wagons out of the way and all of that is creating this commotion um sentry when you do the blinding smite the invisibility will go away though because when invisibility is lost when you make any sort of like attack or spell of that kind of nature um okay so as you do so, Sentry sort of like as you slam your sword down to scatter this group of they look like thugs dressed in like black leather and and kind of brassy armor. Um, as you strike the ground and kind of send this flaring light that bounces up off all the mirrored surfaces, you watch as Sentry's form kind of goes and reappears from the invisibility spell um, as it does so. But you manage to gain significant distance towards the spaceport as this is happening. Uh, you do notice that there is a larger force in pursuit. Up until now, it's mainly been, you know, visitors, common folk, people that are maybe opportunists. Again, not people that pose any sort of combat threat to you. But as you are rushing down this this side street, bursting out of what appears to be almost like a, a black and iron fortress um, up ahead, maybe some sort of guard station, you see... Uh, one red-skinned tiefling, maybe? Kind of uh, not quite a tiefling. They have red skin and a tail, but they don't have the signature big horns. Instead, they have a big pair of uh, fiendish wings coming out of their back. Um, and but, uh, next to them, the way to describe these would be they almost look orcish in appearance, but they have these huge horns, like a giant bison's horns coming out the side of their head. Their bodies are incredibly thick and muscular gray skinned with scars and infernal tattoos on them both clad in these thick uh brassy breastplates holding giant swords 
they come bursting out of the fortress looking to basically give pursuit as you do so. Uh, meanwhile, Ayla and Nova, you guys make your way invisibly through the streets and the commotion being caused by the others running away gives you enough time uh, and enough discretion to make your way to the Theatre of Steel without any demons or any other beings spotting you. Um, you're not sure what can see through invisibility here, but you make your way to the theatre un- undisturbed so far. You can see uh, that the majority of the fighters that you had seen waiting in line or, or going inside are now mustering outside. There appear to be a large group of them forming some sort of like search patrol. Uh, you can overhear them sort of speaking to each other in this guttural infernal language. We'll split up into four teams. You take this side, take that side. We'll have a team of flyers overhead. We'll try and track them down. If any of us get hold of it, we split the ring. How do we know that you're going to agree to this bargain? Well, we'll just have to work together, won't we? Uh, And all this kind of like conversation going on as you see these different fighters, some of them demons, some of them look like Eladrin, uh, these kind of fey creatures with glowing orbs for eyes, um, all making these these arrangements to give pursuit to the to the group of you um the only creature go on i was just can i grab ayla's hand like if i can imagine she's probably still searching for and just be like careful i think they might have they might have some of them might have true sight and i I think that'll come through the invisibility yeah i mean you can still move stealthily you can still use like cover true sight isn't x-ray vision like you can still use things like cover and the invisibility will obviously help um so looking down to enter the side entrance that you saw before you'll need to head down into that little alleyway that you meant you walked down before and you can see looming over it uh is the you know 19 feet tall giant ape-like demon uh it's looking out onto the main street it's not looking down into the alleyway it's kind of creaming its neck twisting and looking down trying to see what, whatever it can, but it doesn't show any signs of moving from from the location um, as you look down. So it's it's currently looking away from us. It's looking down into the main street, which is where you're coming from, but it's not looking into the alleyway that you'll need to access the um, the the theatre side entrance. Okay. Um... I, I can't cast a cantrip if we're invisible, can I? I believe that it says here uh, the spell ends the target that attacks or casts a spell. Okay. So yeah, cantrips would count. Yep. Um, equipment. Any ideas, Ayla? I don't think I have anything else that can, other than just what? I have an idea. The, uh, the, the, the glamour disc. Um, if I can, uh, so it's got an image of Quill currently. I, I could throw the glamour disc, um, and maybe, and distract the demon away from the door. Do it. Um, so if, uh, I don't know how it would work, but so the, I have the glamour disc, which currently has an image of Quill. Can Mm -hmm. I? Creates an illusion of Quill. Yep activate it and throw it so that it's it kind of lures the guy away from the door so it the, the illusion or... doesn't move the thing with the glamour disc is it projects a single static yeah. image 
So once you throw it, wherever it lands, that's where the illusion will be. It won't move from that spot after that. Um, yeah. So at best, you're probably looking... Throw the item you can throw so it that it act- turns yeah, around. And- you can throw it like 20 feet. Um, and there's like a, this short, maybe 40 foot long alleyway from where you're currently hiding, let's say. Say you and Ayla are kind of ducked behind some, uh, you know, stand, some food stand, looking into this alleyway. Many... And the front of the theater is guarded by these various demonic and fey warriors. How many times a day can I use the the jump on my hammer? Uh, it should say on there, I think. I think it's charge-based. So if you check spells, oh, yeah. Ayla... Should have it. I don't have spells. No. Is it not updated? So I've got charges three on the hammer. So could I, in theory, use any of those charges? Yeah, it's one one charge per jump. That's what I. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you can use either or, and each one is a is a charge basically. So I could time it so that when Nova throws that, I grab her and propel us. I guess. Like, yeah. to the door? We'll need, yeah. Would that work? We'll need a way out, too. We'll need a way out, too. <laughs> yeah. Let's try it. Can I try and do that? It. Let's try okay. it. So, so Nova, you activate the glamour disc, and you're going to throw it, because I think with Nova's strength, that you're going to get, like, a 20-foot throw on this, and that's being generous. Uh, as you kind of, like, hoik it. Then? <laughs> sure, yeah, you could do, yeah. Ayla can throw definitely fr- throw it a can. lot further than you. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, throw it. Yeah, yeah, you can throw it like fucking miles if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> like, what's the range of like a javelin? Like sixty feet. You could probably lob this if you wanted to. Um, but the question is, where are you going to throw it? Are you going to throw it back out into the main street? Are you going to try and throw it into another alleyway? So where, I guess where this guy guarding the door is. The yeah, idea is it, trying to get him to go away, so or at least just yeah. move, turn his back, so we can yeah. go behind him. Which yeah, direction you can throw do it we have to him. throw it for him to turn? Yeah, can I throw it into the street at the other side then? Yeah, you can try. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It will buy you some time. Obviously, if he knows it's an illusion, it will only keep him distracted for so long. But yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, it sounds like that. That's that's a good plan. Right. Bye bye, glamour disc. Had you since so sleep free. <laughs> you grip the hammer in one hand. Worth it. Uh, you grab the disc. Nova activates it. You throw it. Uh, this tiny crystalline disc skims through the air, and as it's flying through the air, it begins creating this magical image of your friend Quill. You summon the charge of the hammer, and you feel its energy flow through you. Um, and as lightning sort of semi-crackles down your legs, your invisible legs, uh, you grab Nova and you can launch yourself. And I believe it triples your jump distance, which means you can jump about 60 feet. Um, so with a single bound, uh, you propel yourself up uh, and uh, across through this alleyway, just slamming into the ground. Nova. Yeah. <laughs> with, with a superhero bound, you, you know, kind of land on the ground just outside the entrance um, where a metal door leads into the theater of steel the glamour disc lands behind uh, the the demon the, the giant demon uh, it turns and it's kind of looking around and you see it kind of cock its head 
It looks away, but it's like, Illusion. Mistress. And it begins calling out in a voice uh, back in towards the theater. What do you guys do? You're in front of the door. Uh... Well, we're invisible. We're still invisible, aren't we? The door is shut. You are invisible. The door is shut. Yeah. You can try and open it quietly. Like, you could literally make a stealth check to try and sneak the door open. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Sure. Who wants to do that? Um, One of you make a stealth check. I got a plus three. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm very unlucky, so this could go horribly wrong. Well, you never know. Oh. Hey, that's not unlucky. 21. <gasps> 21. Damn. Okay. Nice. So passive would be 17. So, yeah, you, whilst it's looking in the other direction and you can see the giant demon, like, he's almost bending down to where it can see this tiny disc and it kind of clutches it in its huge ape-like hand, and it just breaks it in between its fingers. It just snaps it. Um, but as you you wait for its, its attention to be divided, you silently open this metal door. It doesn't creak, and the two of you manage to slip inside. Uh, do you close the door behind you? Yeah. Yeah, if we're trying to make it look like we're, nothing's happened for Speaking. this demon. Sure. Yeah, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. So yeah, you close it quietly behind you, uh, and you find yourselves backstage of the Theatre of Steel. You can see that any activity that was here before has vanished. Um, nobody seems to be inside the theatre. Uh, there is no audience. There's no staff. Seems abandoned for now. Meanwhile, uh, we cut back to our runaway friends as you hurtle down the main street of uh, of of Azagrat. Um, <laughs> and let's just Meanwhile. put some of you on this map. Oh, oh that's damn. where all the fighters from that Coliseum are. They're here, chasing us. Shit. That's why it's all died down there. Do you want damn. some diegetic uh, breathing sounds? Because we can do that. <laughs> Just to fill the time while he sets up the map. No, I had the map set up. I just missed. I misclicked something. Um, (laughs) I'd like to think that when Quill, when Quill's running, he's actually got his mouth open just about enough with his beak that it creates a perfect whistle. (laughs) Oh, like a like a repeating bird whistle. Follow the whistle. Into the distance. Okay. So the crew who are currently running through the main street of Azagrat, um, you are making your way down. Crowds are now fleeing out of the way. Nobody's trying to, having seen you kind of trying to stun them, uh, blinding them with spells, they are no longer trying to get in your way. Instead, they're just calling out. They're like, you can hear people like, guards, guards, I found them. I found the ones the prince is after, pointing in your direction. And coming behind you, uh, one mage appears to be flying, as I mentioned, on a pair of fiendish wings. The other two are these giant 
orc-like demonic beings uh, that are stomping after you in armor and swords. Um, what is the plan? We, uh, I mean, I guess it should be initiative just to, to see what happens. Um, but okay. you guys Very are well. a little little ways ahead of them. Um, in fact, I'm going to move you guys 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Oh, I'll put you guys sweating. 30 feet ahead. Oh, nice. damn. You did it. Mm-hmm. Speedy boy. Guys would be over here like this. So they're not ahead of us, are um, they? Or no, they're, they're they're behind you. Well, they they kind of came at you from the side, like from some sort of like building on the side. But you've then run past, so they're only a, a short ways behind you, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Is how it is. Okay. Uh, I also need to add this encounter. Falia, same encounter, running counter. Um, auto roll. Okay, uh, Lucius, Virian, Elowin, Elanasto, initiative. I have 13. 13. Quillick. 22. 22. Taylor is not there. Sentry. 11. 11. Um, and then Thalia got hers there. Right. Quillick. So these these things are in pursuit. Um, you can see the, the one who is flying the fiendish... Uh, fellow who appears to be flying is in robes um, and you can see that they are carrying some sort of rod um, and they are they are the ones directing the other two creatures they're kind of pointing them in your direction nice uh, what do you I do? was hoping I had entangle prepared but I do not so I will cast uh, calm emotions it has 60 feet and it's a 20 foot radius so I think it will hit all of them um, worth okay. a try calm emotions uh, so they have to make a charisma saving throw. Um, otherwise, they are just super chill. You know? Just real chill, cool guys. Uh, yeah. Give me a second. Uh, so as you begin... Effect. As you... Well, I was checking uh, another thing as well. As you begin weaving the spell, you turn around, uh, you focus your sight, you begin holding up your holy symbol, muttering the words. The the flying one with the rod points at you and in an infernal word says a short sentence and the spell just dissipates from your casting. Uh, Count spells. Oh, crap. Whoops. Uh, damn it. 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 That's when it happens I mean, I'm going to go... <laughs> well, in that case, I can't bonus action spell. I'm going to go 30 feet, so I have to go around this like statue here, right? Yeah, so there's this giant statue of Gratz himself holding up a giant sword to the heavens. Uh, this huge, enormous obsidian statue that dominates the main street. Damn it. Oops. What a handsome guy. Uh, okay, I'll go around that statue. Uh, and yeah, that's 30 feet, so I can't dash. But that's me. That's no. me. Uh, Thalia does not have any more spell shots available, so she will... I think Thalia just looks at all of you and is just like, we need to just run. I don't know if we can just... I I don't think we can just fight. We just need to get the hell out of here. Um, And she is going to... She's just going to run ahead, um, and you can see uh, her trying to make sure that there's a clear line of sight to wherever you're trying to go, but she is just gonna run for it um, as she does so. The flying Marge 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 flies directly towards Quill um, and
and will speak in this this commanding uh, voice. Uh, will say to probably so cool cast a spell. Um, also separate. Yeah, he'll look at you, Quill, and in a deep commanding voice, will bellow. I suggest you stop moving immediately. Uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Shit. Wisdom save. 23. Damn. 23, yeah. Oh, Thing Damn. NPCs don't know, don't know that you're so str- you're so wise, Quill. You so don't wise. know we're the champions. <laughs> so you feel this spell uh, kind of take hold, uh, but it, you shrug off its effects. Whatever infernal commandment this was being given doesn't doesn't phase you whatsoever um you do not wish to stop moving uh lucius virian elowin elanasto okie dokie i'm going to start skirting around the same direction as quill 5 10 15 20 25 30 mm-hmm. and they look very aggressive right they look like they're gonna mess us up they got angry faces. I mean, they 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 are a, a terrifying, terrifying demon. Yes. I don't want to judge um, a book by its cover, but I will be casting Lucius's luscious light. Uh, it's a hundred and fifty foot range in a twenty foot uh, sphere up here on these two boys to try and both blind them and maybe do a little damage. Um, it can be heard up to thirty feet away. That's a little extra. So I'm drawing attention. And, um, yeah. It's a concentration spell. Dexterity saving throw, please, of 16 to beat. Dexterity saving throw uh, on the two fiendish-looking fellows at the top. Big boys. Dex saving throw. Uh, They have a magical resistance, which means they have advantage on saves against spells. I mean, pretty much all of the demons you fought here so far have had the same thing. One fails. Uh, the next one succeeds. Ah. Um, right. So one of them manages to kind of throw themselves to the side as you conjure the sphere, um, but the, the other area, one... Uh, the area is still difficult terrain, regardless. Okay. Um, any creature that ends its turn there will take 2d6, and any creature that starts its turn there takes 2d6. So okay. it's 20 foot radius, you said, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so any creature that starts its turn there it's like that. Yeah. That sort of area. I just okay. want to coat them too. Yeah, which you do. Um, and it's, it's you a blinding smother them in light. This, yeah, it's like a swirling blue and orange sphere of light uh, that seems to, yeah, completely blind them. You hear one of them kind of grunt. <clears throat> where? Where, sir? Uh, the other one uh, is, yeah, unaffected by the... So what was the saving throw for? Was Is that... They, they take damage immediately or... Uh, that's a good question. I don't know why there is one. It just says the void creates a warp in the fabric of space and the air is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn takes 2d6, cold. Uh, any creature that ends its turn must succeed on a deck saving throw. So there you go. So it's, oh, it ends its turn. turn. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, next yeah. Turn. so it starts its automatic damage, but it the end of the happens. turn is a saving throw. And because cool. of okay. it being cold, my dichromancy goes off third level, so that's seven points of damage to uh, the left one. Okay. Uh, Actually, this boy, this boy, this boy, this boy. Which boy is that for the podcast listeners? The flying flying one that's flying at Quill. 
flying mage. <laughs> Fly, sure. Flying so boy. You, you, you pull oh a strand of blue ice and color um, from the environment, perhaps like a blue banner that's floating nearby, um, and you form it into an icicle that kind of catches the, the mage uh, who's flying through the air. Um, yeah. It definitely hits, but does not seem to impede the mage as much as perhaps you might hope. Uh, sentry. Um, I'd like to move. So the others up are making a run for it. And Quill. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'd like to use a turn the faithless on the uh, flying devil boy. Flag okay, range. sure. Uh, tell me what happens with that. So uh, that is a whiz saving throw of uh, fifteen, and then on a failure, the creature is turned for a minute or until it takes damage. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, anyone. That that is a failure. Uh, Ooh, that one that's a natural one so uh, yeah <laughs> so you, you what does this look like for Sentry because obviously with uh, you know with other um, paladins and clerics Channel Divinity is often like a you know like a holy symbol or a, a you know it's like a divine thing what is this for, for Sentry as a guardian I feel like she would concentrate the energy in her matrix and her eyes would start glowing this really intense golden light and then she'd raise her shield and the solvin symbol or solvin symbol on the shield would then start glowing with a golden light and nice. just beam out this like golden energy yeah and you see the mage kind of like kind of like blinding it's like push back like ah they have and you just hear these kind of grunts and groans as it, it can't bear the sight of this this glowing shield um that it's being presented with um perfect so awesome. uh the two fiendish creatures start their turn in the in the sphere so they take some automatic damage. Is that correct, Chris Trot? Uh, at the start, of, if they start the turn there, yes. Unless they they, uh, they, they do a deck saving start throw. Then, then they do a deck saving uh, throw. You tell it. me. <laughs> you tell me. What does the spell say? I'll tell you, Mark. So any creature that starts the turn there takes two d six, and they roll a deck saving throw if they end their turn there. And All right. So it sounds like they just take the they take the damage at the start, but at the yeah. end of the turn, if they're still in it, then they get the saving throw. Yeah, and they get four times damage because it says here, if it's from Lucius, Viren, Elowen, Elanasto, you get four times very, damage. You're a very funny. You're a very funny man. It. It's very comedic. Cool. It doesn't. <laughs> He's a liar. You're a funny guy. He's an absolute liar. You're a funny guy. <laughs> so, roll damage. What, what damage am I taking? Two d six. Uh, shall I okay. roll it for you? There we go. Seven. Yeah, yeah, that's that would be lovely. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and this is acid damage, yes. Cold. Cold damage. This one, and then it's acid or whatever is the other one. Um, okay, so you see this fear of light. Uh, you you hear shrieks of pain coming from inside, um, and then the creatures are going to try and stumble their way out. They are not the brightest, um, but I think that they would be smart enough to know it as long as they move forwards. So, uh, 10, 20, 30. Uh, they stumble out of this blinding light and see these foes arrayed before them. And as they kind of see you, you can see their flesh, this gray, uh, almost stone-like skin, and these huge horns are covered with rime and frost. They just bellow. They kind of... Up at the sky, and they charge at you as a bonus action. Uh, so Woo. one will charge towards Lucius, and one will charge when towards Sentry. When they came out of that, did they factor in their difficult terrain? They did not. So, okay, I will change that instead. So that would be uh, 10, 20, 30, and then this one was, would go 5, uh, 10, 
2030, so they'd actually end there. So in that case, that is still enough range for them to use their bonus aggressive uh, trait uh, to charge towards you. So they kind of pull themselves out of it slowly. As soon as they lock eyes with their targets, they just... And they come barreling towards uh, the group of you. Um, They will, with huge kind of jaws, one bites down and swings with its sword uh, towards Lucius. Um... Sentry, do you want to use Attack a reaction? Continues? Cool. Yeah. Do you want to do that on the on the bite attack or the sword attack? Uh, let's do sword attack. Okay, so the bite is a normal attack. Uh, that is so a 18 to hit. Your barrier ring? <laughs> Damn it. Well, 18, 18 to hit. Uh, just. So that's eight points of piercing damage, and then the sword attack has disadvantage as Sentry whoof, throws her shield up uh, to try and deflect it. Uh, and that is going to be a 13 to hit. Just. Does it actually hit? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, what's the total? Uh, with 13. the protection. So I've got... What's uh, the no, the protection condition? gives disadvantage. No, the protection right, right, gives right, disadvantage. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it still hits. Just. Yeah, okay. So that is going to be another 13 points of slashing damage. So it bites into you, like manages to like kind of cause you to throw yourself back and you stumble. Uh, and then the sword kind of just clips you on the side as you dodge out of the way. But it's still enough to kind of this impact of force uh, goes through your body as it does so. Um, Sentry, the other one will just straight up attack you. So it tries to bite you and then hits you okay. with a sword. Uh, that is only a 11 to hit on the bite. No hit. The shield of Solvin uh, gets in the way as it bites down, uh, and then that is a 19 on the greatsword. No hit. So you parry it aside with Her Majesty's Rose, filling your job as tank as uh, both blows go sailing wide. Um, and then whilst that is the end of that turn, so we will jump back over to Nova and Ayla. Uh, uh, so you are I currently... Have I have a yeah. currently <laughs> within an empty theater. The backstage, you can see all sorts of cages and props and weapon racks ready for the the combatants to take on stage. Um, is this there is um, a, the oh. area where the 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 he was tool down, working was, was? They were downstairs, weren't they? There was, yeah. So you you got pointed. There's just a short corridor, and then there was a stairway that led down into a forge area. So with my previous movement into the door, so my 60-foot mm-hmm. jump and whatever else, um, it's in addition to my other movement. So it's No, it's would... just not limited by your other movement. It still uses up your movement, but if your jump would take you beyond what you could normally move, you still complete the jump. But it's also not combat, so right. I'm not too worried about like movement at this rate. You guys okay. aren't being incapacitated. You know, there's nobody here. You can just move as you want to. You don't have to worry about movement and stuff right now. Okay. Um, I guess, can we move to have a look downstairs? So you begin slowly making your way. The invisibility still hiding you from sight um, as you continue making your way downstairs. The long stone corridor is darker than it was before. Um, before there was the kind of light of the forge heating it up. This time it's only kind of a dull red embers glow that gives you any light source on these stairs. 
Um, but as you descend them, you don't hear any noise until you reach the bottom, where you can see, kind of just standing in the corner, uh, their their arms still shackled to the forge area um, by these long steel chains. You see the the, the very muscular but very thin. Um, kind of very lean somebody that's obviously done a lot of fighting but hasn't had the best diet so they've kind of got these super lean muscles but they're also kind of brittle and bony at parts um wild elf they're just kind of stood in the corner muttering as they look around not quite looking at anything in particular uh and you can see that the weapons have all been cleared out on the tables there doesn't appear to be any sign of any armor or anything the the durgar that was here before you don't immediately see as you kind of step down into the room um but there are several kind of corridors and and doorways that lead off from this main forge area but the wild elf seems to be just in the corner chains bound to the forge um thick steel chains not the kind of not the kind of chains that are too easy to break um are there any keys around the forge you don't Did see any. he leave you can, anything you can, behind? You can, investigate, you can investigate more thoroughly, but that's obviously going to take some time. But you don't, glancing around, you don't see, like, you know, a little hook with keys on it or anything like that. Um, there might be some tools, maybe. Like, there might be tools left, but no weapons. Um, can I see if any of the tools would help to pry the... the um, chains? Manacles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can do. Yeah, it would be uh, an investigation check, or Nova can Nova can help if you want. Uh, it's up to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll help. I'll One help of you Ayla make an investigation. Anyway. Like, okay. Do you yeah. want to make an investigation okay. check then, Nova? Because I think you're going to be slightly oh, better at this than Ayla will be. Got a plus yeah, two. Sure. Uh, where's my dice? There it is. Plus two is better than ah, minus one. Okay. I got a so, minus so one. It's not that, so. plus two. It's not that That's you. That's a five. To five. It's not that you don't find anything, it just takes some time. Like, Nova is kind of searching through, uh, will this panicking. help? No, you're kind of like looking through, you're panicking mm. as you do so. Um, and as you are doing this, uh, Ayla, you hear that coming from one of these side corridors, you see a kind of dull white glow as some sort of magical light source comes in, um, and you hear these heavy metal kind of like. Uh, as uh, you hear something moving up. Um, uh, Rethra, the wild elf, kind of looks around. He's just like, Forge Master, Forge Master, can't do my work. Don't don't have my tools, don't have my tools. Uh, and when you... Go on. Um, I was just going to ask if there was... So with the um, the tools, if I can pair that with... Um, expanding a rage to just like really like yeah, yeah. like set him free as quickly as possible I'll give you advantage on the check to break the change for sure like yeah you can rage and get advantage on the check and the tools will help as well um, for sure yeah so give me a um, strength plus proficiency and then obviously with advantage as well you have appropriate tools um, 16 plus 4 strength plus five 20. proficiency yes so 25. 25 easily 
25. It takes you an immense amount of effort. Lightning crackles up and down your arms, and you see Rethra kind of get nervous, looking around, balling his fists up, and he kind of brings his arms in almost into like a defensive position, like an instinctive, like, while, while I'm doing it, can I just say, it's okay, brother. It's fine. For Alfheim, we need to get out of here. What do you, what language do you say then? Do you say that in common? In Elven. Okay. So you say it, this, you speak in Elvish and you see here, the muscles don't, his muscles relax, but he's still holding the guard, but you can kind of see, he's just like, don't, don't want to fight anymore. I can't fight anymore. Too much fighting, too much blood. Oh, want to leave, want to leave. And you kind of hear these mutterings. Um, but as you, you strain and the lightning crackles up and down your arms, you hear the stress of the metal screech and tear. And with an mighty effort, one of the chains pops, tiny fracture in the link breaks. And as it does, uh, the chain comes clattering. There's still one long chain attached to the manacle uh, against Rethra's wrist, but the, the chain is no longer attached to the forge. Um, but as this chain falls, Nova, you wheel around as that light fills the room and stood there is the Durgar who was here before, the one that enchanted the hammer. And you can see that he has now kind of adorned himself in almost like a suit of armor, but it's got all sorts of like clockwork parts and Magitek crystals uh, powering through it, almost like an exoskeleton. Um, and he kind of like, I knew that you'd come back for him. As soon as I saw the images from Graz, I knew you'd be back. Sorry, it's nothing personal, but I could take those three wishes. Go on, Nova. Oh, no, I was going to offer him money, but he wants a fucking wish, doesn't he? Stupid wish boy. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could still offer him money if you want to. Uh... Um... It's just because I've got invisibility up there in it, but then Ayla's probably ruined that. Uh, not ruined that. Sorry, wrong word, darling. I think Ayla um, is no longer invisible. Yes. Yeah. Um, and okay. technically, that means the whole. Actually, no. It's per creature, I think. So you're still invisible, but Ayla is. I'm still invisible. Yeah. So yeah. you're still invisible. Um, oh, which means I can uh, step yeah, behind him and threaten him. Maybe you could try. Oh, I'm yeah, so absolutely. Threatening. I'm so threatening. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Can I sneak behind him and... You can. You're going to... First things first, let's see if you're noticed. So give me a stealth check with advantage because you're invisible. Stealth You are invisible. Plus three. So this is more to kind of like quieten your footsteps more than anything. 22 and a 13. A 22 will do it. So yeah, you kind of press yourself up against the stone and move behind and you can see that this suit is made of all sorts of kind of uh, armor smithing engineering but also magitech as well one arm appears to have like crystals embedded into the gauntlet one appears to have some sort of like lightning device um uh, along the underside of a forearm the legs have been kind of empowered and engineered as well and yeah you kind of sneak up behind uh, as he's looking and talking to ayla um Let's not make this Can difficult. I... And he just grips, he just gets himself ready as he stares towards Ayla. If I want to, like, I guess put Tiangong to his throat, I'd have to climb up the suit, right? He is... So he's not super tall. He's not it's massive. It's not like Alien's exosuit. Um, he's still, you know, medium-sized uh, for yeah. a Durgar. But he's just... You can see that his, like, strength has been obviously massively... Um, Modified 
modified and things like that, so... Is there, like, a red button I can push on the back of his suit that's, like, do not push this, and it just there ejects is, There is not. And... No, no. There, there is <laughs> Shame. not. Shame. What a flawed machine. Um, I guess... Yeah, You've got, like, I get... six seconds. Okay, I want to get as close to him as possible and draw Tiangong uh-huh. behind him and threaten him, and as he, I guess, starts to threaten Ayla, I guess I'll come yeah. out of invisibility and just say... Well, actually, no, because I can still be invisible. It's only if I cast a spell or attack. Anyway, um, I want to... Yes, but uh, knowing that a creature is there with a, a sword at your throat, I think uh, maybe yeah. stretches the limits of an attacker creature. Um, I just want to be a weird it's... voice in his ear. His conscience. Yeah, and you, you will be. You will be, but <laughs> you won't... Let's, let's put it this way. You're still invisible but you won't gain the benefits yeah. of invisibility as long as you're yeah. right next to him with a sword at his throat. Yeah. <laughs> he knows exactly wanna, where you are. Yeah. So I want to take Tiangong uh, to his throat and just say, this is going to be very easy or this is going to be very hard for you. Let us go now. You can't spend three wishes if you're dead. Hmm. What'd you, a- Ayla, anything to add? And I will... Uh, I'll just say I would listen to her if I were you and I've got all the lightning kind of crackling already and she looks very fucking angry so she's probably looking a bit intimidating and she'll just pick up her hammer as well there's a mo- there's a pause a heartbeat you won't get very far by now whatever way you were thinking of getting off this planet grants won't allow it will get further than you. For you. Mm. You could be good fighters here. I could put in a word for you. If you give yourselves up. I'll give you money. I will buy him from you. How much? You see him like kind of tensing these giant kind of augmented gauntlets but you can see he's not taking any aggressive actions but he's ready in case something does kick off name a price mm. don't look at my character sheet while you're doing this I'm not <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at his stats and, and thinking like how smart is this guy like how ambitious is this guy mm. tell you what A thousand gold. I won't call out for the Garistro outside. Does that involve letting us go, though? I don't want you yes. coming after us. A thousand gold will set me up nicely. It might not be a wish, but it's also better than risking injury at the hands of you two. It will set me up Done. nicely. Power down your machine. Now. Not until you're paid and out of here. Um, so I'll take the two blue spinels um, mm-hmm. out. out. They're yeah, uh, five hundred GP each. Five hundred each, and I'll I'll put them. I guess I'll just drop it in his little suit. <laughs> yeah, you can put them on the. He'll, he'll probably say like, put it on the floor. Like yeah. he'll, he'll gestures like in front of him. Yeah. Um, you I'm roll them in place. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. He looks at him and he's like, "Go on then, take the broken elf." You won't get far. <sighs> okay. Inside, like, Nova's heart is just like... 
<laughs> can I can I um, break the other break the chain free of the um, of the manacle on his wrist as well? Yeah, sure. So that yeah, there's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, a big sure. old bit of. Yeah, there's no pressure now at this point. Um, so yeah, you kind of snap it with a with a almost like a big uh, set of tongs, but you use it to kind of like break it apart, kind of thing. Okay, um, I'll just look at um, Rethra and and just just nod to him. Just we have to go. He doesn't nod back. He's just looking at his hands. He's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, he doesn't doesn't even seem to be aware of what's going on between you and this Durgar. Like, he's just not fully aware of what's going on. We're leaving to a place where you don't have to fight. Come with okay. us. Yeah. It's like, Alfine. Trust us. Follow the Alf- just sort of like nods and just he'll he's follow he, like he'll follow you if you tell him to follow you he'll follow you like he, you get okay. the impression that he doesn't do a lot of thinking for himself uh in this state you can see that there's obviously some confusion but also just a reluctance to face reality and so if you tell him follow me you know go this way he does it he doesn't even think realize what he's doing he's just following orders basically um yeah I, but yeah the two of you go on can I message a ring Ayla? Because I'm trying. I'm still trying to look hard in front of this guy. Um, okay. And can I just be like, I've only got enough for one more spell. It, it can be invisibility, but obviously with the true sight, I don't know. If we take a, a, if we can hole up somewhere for an hour, there's more. Eight hours. I can do the gate again. I, we don't have an hour, Nova. We have to go. We have to go now. Okay. Smash and grab. Okay. okay. Right. Wait. So one you more guys thing. can leave. One more thing. One more thing. Can I cast? Um, can I touch? Reach out and touch Ayla, and cast Gift of Alacrity on her. Can I cast? It's my last. Um, yeah. Hadar magic. Your, your um, temporal magic. It's not Hadar magic. It's not it Hadar magic. It lasts for. Sorry, my temporal magic. It lasts for eight hours, and she gets a uh, one d8 to initiative rolls. So whenever you roll initiative, oh you get an extra d8 on top of it. Yeah. Nice. Whatever yeah. happens, Ayla, you go, yeah. okay? You take so, him and you go. So for Ayla, the, 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 the feeling of this spell is as you see Nova summon this energy, she kind of crackles with it. And you see the Durgar is immediately like, oh, fuck, I'm, you're betraying me. But the the you see Nova almost split into two versions of herself. Um, and then she kind of slams back together. And then this... this it's like having lightning in your blood. Like, you feel your body moving supernaturally quick. You can almost see your own movements before they happen. You can almost see little tiny, like, microseconds of, of things before they happen. Um, it's disorientating until eventually your body adjusts to it, and now you just have this sense of what's going to happen and when, but it's like a reactive sense. Like, your body can react faster um, to situations. Um, and yeah, the the three of you can begin making your way uh, back up into the theatre, uh, and you just hear the sound of the Durgar picking up the the jewels, um, and you don't hear anything else from him. He'll take a thousand gold for letting you go. Uh, and yeah, so do you cast invisibility on the three of you, and then try and sneak out the the front door, or do you want to go out through the side entrance? What's the plan? Uh, I guess I'll take from Ayla. I'll I'll take lead from Ayla. 
All right. Um, d- you said that everyone was out already. It does. It seems yeah. to be. Yeah, you didn't hear anybody inside the theater. So, um, could we take the instead of going out the side where the big dude is? Mm-hmm. Could we go out the front door um, and invisible and just leg sure. it? Yeah, down absolutely. the old street. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you lead the other two. So you lead Rethra and Nova up and making your way into the main theater. I mean, you emerge out onto. I guess like something like the Royal Victoria Theatre, like there's this huge amphitheatre of these plush velvet seats, gold drapery and curtains everywhere. But rather than looking down to a wooden stage with like props and backgrounds and things and sets, it is just a big sand pit where there is just dried blood splattered everywhere. There are metal cages, uh, there are pieces of bone and skull, um, and all above hanging like a a giant glass chandelier are dozens of strung up weapons um swords and spears and knives and axes all hung up blades pointing down onto the sand floor basically um but it seems empty you you lead the other three the other two up in between the the stairs uh in between the seats um through the the little uh back back ways um, out into a large foyer, which appears to be empty as well. Um, and there is a, a several sets of double doors. Um, you open them to a crack, uh, and you look outside. There are still a few lingering demons and, and fiends, um, that sort of thing, creatures, mercenaries, human guards, but they're significantly less than what there were before. Um, and the, the three of you begin to sneak away. How successful that is. We will find out after we cut back to the others uh, oh. who are still being pursued. Quillac Ad Kalar. Yeah. We got him. Uh, we got him, Katie. Sentry turned one of them. I want to turn the other two, if possible, with my channel divinity. Um, nice. So yeah, two. Um, and a wisdom saving throw from both of them. Anything that can hear me within 30 feet. Okay. Um, I mean, you could, might, you, could target, you, you could target the one that Sentry's targeted as well, just just in case. Like, you can have the same effect on it if you wanted. He's still turned anyway, right? Yeah, sure, I'll double turn him. Turn him for two minutes. Double turn. Yeah. Wait, I mean, it just he means double that turn. Like, for what... He goes 360. He needs to move away from you, basically. Um, right. So wisdom saving throw, did you say? Yes, from both of those. Cool. And uh, your channel divinity, you can do it on fiends. Is that like an arcane domain thing? Uh, it, arcane abjuration. Okay, cool. Uh, celestial, uh, elemental, right. fey, or fiend. Uh, wisdom saving throw. The first one is a natural 20 because uh, it gets advantage. Oh right. my god. Oh. <laughs> Here he is. Oh I, I, my get, god. I will get the physical dice. If it comes up again, I will get the physical dice. Because I do not trust life. it. <laughs> Two nat twenties in a row. So both of them got nat yeah, twenty in a row. That's broken. That's broken. It's just <laughs> absurd. It's just absurd. I'm no, physical no way. I'm getting. Phys- I'm not using it. I'm not using it. it, it wow. I don't know why. Roll twenty. It, it, there is something about roll twenty and me, and I don't know what it is. It never happens in any other game I play, but on the high rollers game. Oh my god. I will re-roll all of these saves Ooh. because I do not trust it. I just don't trust it. 
Wow, okay. That's disgusting. First one. Uh, the first one fails. The second one awesome. is a natural 20. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I wouldn't joke. Um, the third one, which is a different creature, uh, that is a... Seven, oh no, that doesn't have resistance, so it would be a 17. Is that a pass or a failure? 17 passes, just. All right, so one of them is turned. Uh, one of the big fellows, uh, we'll say the the rear one, is turned. Oh, the one on Lucius. Um, yeah, so you see as... And what does it look like when Quill does this? This is a uh... effect. I'm sure I've done this before, and I'm sure I described it in a very cool way, and I'm sure I've forgotten what that was. Uh, so <laughs> it can change. Uh, feathers. It's almost like a feathery crown uh, goes around their head, and they're like okay. looking at us, and it's yeah, kind of crown of madness style thing, but with feathers, radiant feathers. Sure. So again, begins clutching its head and looking around in a panic, seeing you. It's just like ah. Just blinded by whatever presence you have summoned to to cast it away, um, yeah. As you do so, um, awesome. Thalia, as she's about to run, uh, staggers back as at the just before her turn, uh, a creature teleports in in front of her, oh, similar shit. to the similar to the demons that captured you and Lucius at the very start, the Glab- Glabrizu, these giant, pincered, hulking, uh, insectoid-like demons appear, and you begin to hear a large droning coming from above as well, as two disgusting fly-demon hu- hybrids <laughs> begin flying down from from above, this horrid, <laughs> sickening drone <laughs> as they begin making their way down. Uh, Thalia kind of turns in a kind of screeching mo- motion um, and makes her way back towards uh, the all of you. Five, 10, 20. We have a problem! And she turns around and, and fires two blasts um, scorching into the two flying creatures but they just absorb the impacts. Damaged but seemingly on- ongoing. Um, as Shit. she looks around, uh, as she's like, "Yep, they're ahead of us." Um, the uh, the turned uh, fiend flies away um, and basically disappears over the horizon, um, as he does so. <laughs> uh, Lucius That's and good. Sentry. Lucius first, then Sentry. Uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, yeah. I did have a bonus action as well. I wanted to cast sure. um, Holy Weapon on Sentry as well when I was next to her. Um, okay. So you get an additional 2d8 to your damage rolls. Jesus, thank you. And I can explode at any point, too. Nice. Yeah, uh, Lucius. Whoop. What do we do? Where do we go? Um, that's what I call out to the rest of the party. And okay. this guy's turned, so I won't get an opportunity to attack if I move, right? Uh, he can still take reactions. Yeah, he just, on his turn, he has to move away from Quill as fast as he can. But he does have disadvantage on the attacks, I believe. Huh. Uh, I'm going to move away. That could be wrong. Okay. Let me check. Um, uh, oh, can't take not, reactions. Not, oh, can't take reactions. He can't make an attack. There you go. I keep getting yeah. turn and feared confused. Um, frightened confused. Okay. So yeah, move down you to run away. I'm going to turn around and yeah, summon 
a vitriolic sphere, which is a 20-foot sphere again. Can I point mm -hmm. it here so it kind of catches those two, but not sentry? So you could put oh, it like around. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you catch all Do of I them. I get the other guy, or is he really gone? You get, you get all three of them. Huh. Ding dong. Okay. Oh no, so that other guy's a... not there. Sorry, that guy's not there. He all flew right. off. I I just left him on the field. Um, Deck saving throw for those two, please. Sixteen. Sixteen. It's magical effects. Oh, it's magical effects. They do get uh, advantage on it. That is a fourteen on one, the highest. Nope. And then a sixteen on the other one. That one saves. So half damage. It's acid. Okay. So ding dong. Twenty three. Uh, let me see if there's any ones. Yes, there are. Oh my god. 28 acid. Okay. Because my ones are two. damage for the first one, and then 14 to the other one because it takes half damage. Um, so you get... see this kind of sphere of gel erupt around them, coating them in this thick acid. Um... Um, also, at the end of the next turn, they'll get 5d4 damage. Mm -hmm. The one that failed, uh... yeah. Yeah, that's right. And Dichromancy, so that's eight points of acid damage to the one that saves. Okay, eight points to him. All right, sure. Uh, so again, you kind of create this this uh, streaking bolt of orange energy that smashes into the second one. Go on, Quill. So this is against the turn dude, right, as well? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's no longer turned. There's no way Lucius would know that, so... I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, technically, this yeah. is still up here Oh, as well. barriering. <laughs> Ding dong! Hey! <laughs> okay. Uh, sentry. I would like to attack the one in front of me, please. Mm-hmm. So I will do that. First one hey. is a 19 to... No. Hang on. 19. It's 5, isn't it? No, it's 9. I forget. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 will hit these things, yes. Uh, nice. These... So then it... Tanaruk. 4. I do 48 now. Whoa! Woo! Almost 18. 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 23. Damn, Argios, please. For that one. 23 to the one next to you, yeah? Yes, please, yeah. And then I'll do that again. And a D4 uh, as well. And the, and the D4, of below. course. Yeah, don't forget that as well. A two for that one. Uh, two nice. As well. Perfect. So uh, uh, the, the sword just glows, this radiant white light, as it plunges into the stony flesh of this horned orc-like creature, um, as it does so. Nice. The next one's a 13 to hit. Uh, 13 will not hit, unfortunately. Fair dues, fair dues. Uh, bless, bless went. did. Yeah. Because so ah. I cast a concentration okay. spell, so I got rid of it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Anything else, Sentry? Sorry, I was doing um, something. I would like to... That's all right. I'd like to... Hmm, how many spell slots? Ooh. I haven't got many spell slots left. Actually, as a reaction to being hit, uh, the one that you hit, kind of, as it gets hit, it retaliates with a counterattack. Uh, using its reaction, oh, cool. it uses unbridled fury to attack you. <gasps> it's got a cool. sword. 
Uh, oh, I keep forgetting to use physical dice. Uh, that is only a 17 um, to hit. That doesn't so hit. again, parry it with a shield as this secondary blow comes swinging down. Um, end of your turn. Yes? Yeah, that's me good. Thank you. All right. Uh, in response, the two creatures roar in rage. Um, this one will stay next to Sentry but move around. Uh, and yeah, they will continue their assault. Uh, one will target Quill, the other one will target Sentry. Um, so we'll Go do the attacks against Quill. Quill. Which attack, sword or bite? Let's do bite this time. Okay. So disadvantage. I keep doing it. Disadvantage. Uh, that is only going to be a 13 to hit Quill. Perfect. No. All right. Great sword. 14 to hit Quill. No. Okay. And Damn. then two attacks against Sentry. Bite. That is a 21 to hit Sentry. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Um, and Thank then you. that is a 19 to hit Sentry, which is also a miss. Doesn't hit. These rain, uh, this rain of blows comes swooping down. Um, after their go, uh, more bad news, uh, another one of the Glabzeru creatures teleports in uh, about 60 feet behind. Yeah. Um, and the, go. the droning flies begin yeah. kind of zooming in. You can hear more of these creatures flying. Um, and they begin calling things out. You can hear them speaking in this infernal language. Um, and you can see that the mage that is flying away has pulled something out of, like, a pocket and is speaking into it. Um, as it's flying away and kind of pointing in your direction, it's speaking into it. Mm. There is a brief moment before the entire street suddenly becomes enshrouded in a thick fog and smoke this thick, grey, coiling smoke begins pluming up um, in every direction. Uh, You begin to see shapes appearing in the mist. Um, Not quite sure what or who they are. They appear to be elven or fey-like in their build. Um, They move amongst the smoke, all wearing greys and whites to help them camouflage in. Oh my god. And you can see them throwing things (gasps) towards the demons. Um... They begin oh, throwing what? things towards the demons. Um, they oh, begin hey. kind of conjuring oh these thick web-like strands. Oh my goodness, oh my this gosh. is the angels. Shit. One of them appears in front of the group of you. You see that the two creatures you've been fighting, one of them lands <laughs> on its neck, plunges a blade in, and just carves its throat out and then rides its body down to the <laughs> ground. It looks at you. <laughs> so in a very kind of like broken voice uh, just says if you want to live you need to come with me now um follow <laughs> us now uh, yeah yeah, yeah well yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hear Friends. the roars of demons this this droning of these flies is getting so loud you're actually having to like cover your ears it's almost piercing into your skull this flies droning um you see that the statue of Gratz, uh, one of these uh, elven figures runs up to it, taps it, and a section of it falls away. Uh, and he begins ushering you towards it as they begin. That You see just these figures jumping onto the fiends around you, tearing them apart, like stabbing oh them in the ankles, God. stabbing no them in way. the knees. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, oh, and yeah, he's just like, oh. now, move. Um, 
Yeah. I'm assuming you yeah, followed. Yeah. yeah. Like you, didn't, you weren't no. saying anything, so I'm just going to assume you did. We go ahead. We're on rails can, now. Can, can I message yeah. Gary, well, um, Ayla and Nova um, as we go in and go, yeah. um, and just tell them to head for the Grat statue? Um, there's lots! Uh, <laughs> There's lots of them. Um, is there any? Uh, is there a? Is there a feature? This guy really likes statues of himself. I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. They, and now it's so naked. full of smoke. Sentry, you're like looking around. You can't necessarily <laughs> see like buildings and things like that. Um, are we, are the, the whole area is like you're sort of yeah. Go on. Do you want to do something? Can I also call out? There's other members of our team. They need to get to us as well. Can you help? We know. Get in now. We do not have time. Okay. Oh, that's okay. also it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. You Absolutely go in first, and then rapidly, only a, only two or three of them follow you. The rest seems to stay outside. Um, the last thing you see is one of them waves a hand over their face, and they become uh, an illusory duplicate of Lucius. They, they look exactly like Lucius <laughs> did when you were out in the smoke. Um, another one takes on the visage of Quill, and you see them running off um, into the alleyways and things like that. Uh, the statue is sealed behind you. Um, the man speaks a few guttural, arcane words, and you see uh, the seam of it seems to just seal up the, as the stone itself is completely mended and blended together. Um, he just puts a finger to his lips, gestures to a companion, uh, the whole area underneath the statue, it seems to be like a small tunnel that's been carved, and it goes dead silence. You can't hear anything. You can't hear your own breathing. You can't hear your own footsteps. He just does this, and then gestures uh, down through this corridor, pointing for you to, to go first. Okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything either. Yeah. All right. These guys well, have way better is... tactics than we do. <laughs> that is the point like... where we will take oh my God. a break. Uh, oh today. man! Oh, Damn! Oh, Damn. I was ready to start yelling like, "Mark, we? I knew we were meant to get captured. Why would you do that?" <laughs> uh, well, but I no. mean, just you guys are on a planet controlled, well, a city controlled by the Demon Prince and full of demons that can do things like teleport at will and yeah. Yeah. fly yeah. at very fast speeds and things like this. Yeah. So, uh, so it was cool. kind of bad. It was a bad situation. Um, but yeah, let's take oh, a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll find out who these mysterious friends are. 